0: This is the Pathways Podcast. This podcast exists to help you find
1: completeness in Jesus.
0: I want to thank you for listening to the Pathways Podcast. This podcast exists to help you find completeness in Jesus. My name is Scott Ensminger, one of the co-hosts of the podcast, and with me today is Peter Buckland. Peter, as we dive into today, uh, we are talking about uh, something that to help us all with just being uh, consistent with our rhythms throughout Mm -hmm. the summer. I would just love for you to just take a
1: moment to talk about uh, the title and why it's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've titled this Changing Routines but Consistent Rhythms because summer offers us so many different activities and changes our routine so drastically from what the school calendar would have us um, live in our lives like. So many of us actually have a big shift when it comes to the summer, especially if we've got children. Now, granted, there'll be some people on here who will have less of a change, but they're going to have more summer activities with vacations or cookouts or um, activities that they're going to have with their friends. And what we've noticed is that when the routines change, sometimes our spiritual life changes and it can take a nosedive because we are used to certain rhythms and certain routines and certain patterns And we have to scramble to find some new ones. So this is really a preemptive way to think about the summer. Uh, What we want to talk about today is to begin to think about the summer and set it up to where you could be more successful. And then part two will actually be, well, what are some of the rhythms that we could use during a a very busy summer when we feel like we're being pinched or there's just a lot of disruptions that are going on? So we've just decided to talk to you today today about how our routines change, but we can have these constant spiritual disciplines and spiritual rhythms within our lives. All right, so we're talking about this and talking about how our routines change,
0: but to have be consistent still with our rhythms. Um, what, where would you like to start first with, with this?
1: Yeah, I'd like to um, help people to think preemptively about what their summer's gonna be like. Okay. Um, as, as we have talked about this just in advance, Um, Scott and I both were just kind of thinking through, well, what value is it for us to take a look at the whole summer in one big picture? Well, when you take a look at the summer in one big picture, you can see what the regular routines of work will be like, what vacations will be like, what extracurricular activities for school and sports will be like, what church trips, camps, mission trips, CIY, kids club will be like. Um, What big family events like moving or marriage will be like for you so that you can begin to anticipate where the strengths are going to be, where the challenges are going to be, where the pinch points are going to be, where we're going to spend a lot of money, where we're going to spend less money, and we can begin to have a sense about what what the rhythms are going to be of the summer because for me, I know that when I get stressed out, I get more commanding. I don't really back off some people will back off and they'll get more passive some people will step up and they'll be more commanding and they might be more dictatorial some people will get more crabby some people will just be more passive aggressive and it's really important for us in our spiritual life to know that god is walking with us and it's his goal that we would reflect him no matter what we experience and i think summer is a great time for us to really see him at work within our lives as we look at our own strengths and our own challenges so the first thing is to take a look at the big picture of the summer to see where those pinch points might be for us. So I know for us, we're going to be moving uh, one of our children to Hershey, Pennsylvania for a resi- uh, for a residency program there. I'm going to be going to see my dad on his birthday. Um, I've got an experience um, to be able to speak at an event in November, and then all of a sudden, or not November, in July, in the middle of July, and then all of a sudden it's It's August, and it's over. And I'm looking at that thinking, where am I likely to run out of energy? Where am I likely to be frustrated? Where am I likely to need rest? Where am I likely to um, have to really focus? And I've already started praying about what my summer's going to be like. One of the things that um,
0: I don't think I did great for a lot of years in my spiritual walk at times, but also just helping keep order in our family, is that I don't know if I had a real plan at times other than was just going to get through each thing. Mm -hmm. And what happens with that is, is that a lot of things become chaos and you never get to really enjoy the stuff that you're being part of. And then also you're too tired and you don't, uh, stay on top of, you, of reading scripture, or you don't stay on top mm-hmm. of you know of, of praying and doing the things that you want to do. And I think that is one of the things where the last, I would say, probably four or five years, I tried to be more intentional with that, looking at yes. this calendar and going like, okay, this is going to be going on here, I need to get this done, but also even having a plan of how am I going to
1: read my Bible, or when right. am I going to read it and do those things with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God is interested in In us journeying with him through our lives and the change in the routine can leave us more vulnerable, which we recognize because we can not set our minds on scripture the way that we normally do when we're on vacation, for example. And then we could be exhausted at vacation and think we need a vacation from our vacation. Right. And in the middle of all of that, we can be asking for God to give us the energy that we need for the patients and the challenges that we're facing on vacation, as well as maybe some of the disappointments that something didn't turn out the way that we really wanted to. And we still have to set our minds and we still have to invite the work of the spirit in our lives when we are traveling. Um, We also will have like extra family activities and scheduling pressures where people are coming to visit us at our house and it's gonna disrupt our family. Or we're gonna go visit at grandparents' houses or friends' houses or brothers' and sisters' houses. And if we've got kids, um, all it takes is a day or two, and all of a sudden the kid's routine is off and they're more cranky or they're more tired, or we we feel the pressure of not having privacy. And so I guess what what I really am encouraging people to do is to look at all of that and say, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to anticipate when I'm going to need for God to come alongside of me in a bigger way in the summer so that I can enjoy my family. I can enjoy this experience knowing, though, that I'm going to be more vulnerable, and I need a a bigger picture of that, and begin praying about that right away. So
0: where uh, is the first thing that we should probably begin to do when it comes to prioritizing our own spiritual health with this? Like, what is Mm -hmm. one of the first things that we should be doing with that?
1: Yeah, you know, Scott, you and I are always talking about the importance of Scripture and the grounding of Scripture. And in this time, it's really important to have help In the grounding of scripture. Um, If we don't have a routine that we're already following that doesn't get disrupted, then it's really good to grab a routine for the summer. So I would say that people need to set a time that would work for them and try to keep it during the summer and keep getting back to it. Some people are morning people. Some people are afternoon people. Some people are evening. You might even want to um, rotate that um, to where some weeks You have a regular week and you can have your typical spiritual rhythms, but the next week when you're on vacation, you might need to look at each day and say, where can I get my time for the Word of God and make sure that I get that in? But also following a reading plan can be really, really helpful. And we've got some resources at our cco.churchpathways under the Bible section for some reading plans that you can follow. And those just help you to know what's coming up next so you don't have to think about it. So if you're going to be really, really busy, you might want to pick a reading plan that deals with a particular topic or a reading plan that deals with a particular book to help move you through that. If you've got some time and you've done the Lectio Divina, you can get back onto that CCO.church Pathways website and just go back through the Lectio Divina again where you're devotionally reading passage of scripture that you're already familiar with that you really want to set your mind on, to where you'll just ask for God to make that scripture really come to light for us. And what I also like to think about is at the end of the day, reading a short psalm or a favorite portion of scripture. Uh, While you pray at the end of your day, and maybe even pray if you're married with your spouse about how the day went and what you want to see to happen tomorrow, actually helps out a lot. So, going to something that's more organized, uh, where you don't have to think about it as much, is incredibly helpful because we get so busy that we need to set reminders and we can use a scriptural reading plan in order to just move us through some of the busier times that we actually have. So, to use the scripture, um and let the scripture ground us, Scott, is really gonna be incredibly important.
0: One of the things that I could see happen to any of us is is going on a trip, kind of getting out of the habit and coming back home and not yep. doing the habit. Yep. And that's the thing too, where when you're talking about being intentional
1: and prioritizing this
0: is still to be able to be mindful of that when we come back. Yes.
1: Get back get back on track. So much of our spiritual life is getting back on track where we're looking at our week and we think that our week is going to be pretty typical and pretty normal. And as we get going, especially in the summer, where there can be a lot of scheduling surprises, if the whole week gets off in some way and then we get off in some way as soon as we can and we can kind of catch our breath and life goes back to something a little more normal, it's really important to begin those rhythms again. Um, What I would say is God understands that we're busy. God understands that we get off track. And we can be asking for his help while we're off track. That is, while things are really, really busy, we can be asking for him to give us the guidance that we need to help us to be more focused, to have the kind of uh, wisdom that we need to have. But the important thing is to talk nice to ourselves and to begin to get ourselves back on track when something has happened that has kind of set us off the path that we're actually on. So the next one that you
0: have on here in order to be able to still talk nice to others is prayer. And I'm assuming that (laughs) it's a little bit more than, uh, Lord, help me not hurt this person in front of me because I'm stressed out. I'm sure it's a little bit more than that, Yes, uh, a little bit more than a prayer life than that. But would love for you to just talk a little bit about
1: prayer. Yeah. Um, What I would say about this in a really busy time is using some kind of a step-by-step approach is really, really helpful also, because it helps us to be a little more robust. We can end up being really selfish in our prayers or really flat in our prayers and using something that will help for us to be um, more mindful of the the various ways that prayers can connect us with God is really important. So again, going back to the cco.churchpathways website under PRAY, um, there's the acronym PRAY, which means we start out by praising God, that's P R. Is that we would repent that is in that moment in time we would say man yesterday was really really a hard day for me and lord i i need you to help me because it seems like today is starting off kind of just as difficult because we're out of sorts and we're living out of a suitcase and i thought this would be easier and it's not um a is to ask ask for what you need and to be really thoughtful about how the image of christ can come on out and to just ask for god to really step up the work of the spirit in our lives to help hold us together and to help us to be the kind of people that He wants us to be. And then what I like about this acronym is Y stands for YIELD. And that means, Lord, I'm, I'm willing to do what you need me to do today. I, I want to be clay in your hands, and you're going to have to help me. So praising Him and acknowledging how amazing He is and how much we like the relationship with Him actually begins to move us in a really positive direction, to repent our means that I'm recognizing what is not going right. And God is there in order to journey with me, in order to help me to do a better job with that. A, to ask is, I really am dependent. I need your help because the summer is so different or the situation has gotten bigger or the emotions surrounding this event are larger than what we anticipated that they would be. And yield means I'm willing to be the person that you want me to be. And I really like this because it just helps move somebody along in prayer, Scott, instead of just say the same thing over and over again. And it really connects people well with God in a in a better, more complete way. And then the second thing that's on that um, pray site um, is to use the Lord's Prayer as um, a step-by-step way to pray. So if we got more time... If I can sit down with the scripture and I can open up on that website or I can um, download those steps, I can actually sit down in a quiet moment and I can work through the Lord's Prayer um, in a way that allows for me to be really personal with him. Um, Especially if I'm on the go, if I'm on a plane, I'm sitting in a car and somebody else is driving. um, If I'm waiting to pick up my kids somewhere, I can use that Lord's Prayer then as a way for me to connect with God right in that moment. And if you uh, spend
0: the summer with your kids learning how to drive, you definitely no, learn yeah. how to pray. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yes. You'll say the yes. Lord's Prayer. and Many, many times. And you'll probably be in that yield section of yeah. it quite a bit there, yes, right? Yes, yes. So. Yeah, we used to pray for bumper angels to be around the cars when our kids would drive. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So
1: so with prioritizing our own
0: spiritual health, we just talked about Bible. We talked about prayer. What's the third mm-hmm. one that
1: we'd still be thinking about yeah. during the, this busy time? Yeah, Community is the last one, and that is to stay in touch with my Christian family, with my friends, uh, with the people who are for me. It's really easy when we travel a lot to end up being really stressed out, and what we end up doing is like being burnt out, or we feel really, really frustrated, or we're on our last nerve or something like that. And that's when calling in the prayers of our friends is really, really important. And I just want to encourage people that if you're in a small group or you've got some Christian community and then you travel, you keep your friends apprised about how well that's going. Like every other day or every three days, you can just say to somebody, hey, I want to use you as my prayer partner while we're traveling. Uh, If we're on the road a lot or we go to the lake or um, we've got some big family events and family events can be wonderful or they can be stressful, you want to connect with people to just let them know how they're how you're doing, and that way you're not alone. Because when we get isolated and alone, Scott, that's when we end up kind of collapsing into ourselves. So making sure that I keep the relationships going that have been really helpful for me, even though I'm not gonna see them quite on the same level that I'm used to is still gonna be really, really helpful. And then I've put on here as a reminder to keep worshiping, even if that means in a brand new place with brand new people to go to God's people. So if you're at the lake and there's a place to worship outside, go on a Sunday. Don't sleep in. Go and enjoy the company of other Christian people and make some relationships. If you're traveling, um, drop in on a church somewhere and experience um, the way that that group of people worships, worships God. Those have been some of the best experiences that I have had um, while I've been traveling, because the the spirit bonds us all together, and when we are connected in a way with a fellowship and with just regular conversation with people, that can be incredibly rewarding. And then the last one that I put on here is maybe find a way to serve, serve in the neighborhood, uh, serve in the community. Sometimes there's lots of extra time on our hands in the summer that we don't really know what to do with, so um, helping out with the lawn. Um, maybe, um, helping out with one of the, the service agencies in town here is, was really helpful, like water gardens, um, making sure that you are, um, interacting with people, with your neighbors, maybe invite people over and have a meal together, um, have kids play together in the backyard while you're just kind of chatting, um, use, use the time to be connected, um, in a way with other people that maybe you might not get a chance to, um, all really help us. With community to not be alone, not have our summer cave in on us, because we're, we're already connected in a Christian community, and we want to keep that connection going.
0: I, I don't know if I've ever had like the best plan of this, or much of a plan at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, being intentional with our faith and having that relationship with Christ is something that we definitely need to keep on track yeah. and keep with this all the time. And I think that you're really pointing out some great things that I don't know if we always think about that. Because seems like that sometimes when we go on vacation, we just
1: don't really—we just kind of exist. Together. Yeah, we sort of check out. Yeah. God never checks out from us. Yep. And vacations are a great opportunity to even refresh I mean, if people go to the beach, there's so much that they can experience on the beach in their relationship with God by using scripture or prayer. Go to the mountains, same thing. Go to your your family that you haven't seen for a long time. There's an opportunity for gratitude in that. And we just sort of do our own thing and forget about the, the richness and the depth of our spiritual life while we've got these transitions going on. And then we actually become weaker spiritually. We're not stronger which is really interesting. We can have a great physical experience, but if we're not connecting with God, we're using spiritual energy, but it's not getting replenished. Okay. Uh, one of the things that uh, that you uh,
0: mentioned on uh, on the information that we talked about before the start is a book that I read recently, mm-hmm. and we will just love for you just to talk about uh, the book Habits of the Household yeah. and why you think
1: that's a great place yeah. to even kind of think when, when you think about the summer. Justin Early did... A really, really good job in identifying how we can take some of these spiritual rhythms that we're talking about in Pathways um, in an adult level and help our children to experience those. What I really like about what he's done is he has four boys and he talks about what happens when he tries to do a spiritual rhythm and it completely falls apart and what that is like for him and how he needs to keep getting back on track The book is very, very practical. It's engaging. And as a parent, sometimes I would end up chuckling and smiling because we had the same kinds of experiences. But he has an ability to motivate us, to help us to be persistent, so that we would be able to not only as adults, which is where this podcast is really aimed at, not only as moms and dads or as grandparents. Um, we can actually create some of these rhythms for our own kids. I think this is one of the best books that's out there that helps us to accomplish that.
0: And as we as we finish up this first part of changing our routines but being consistent with rhythms, uh, anything else you want us to think about before we end uh, this podcast?
1: I would just say be kind to yourself. The summer is going to hold some amazing surprise experiences, and it can hold some really huge challenges. And when a challenge comes and we're thrown off, it's really important for us to fall back into the arms of our Christian friends who can help us to get through whatever challenge that we're going to face. And it's no surprise that our regular rhythms get thrown off too. But using some of these ideas, Um, We're able to get back on track a little easier. Like if you memorize pray, P-R-A-Y, and you're just by yourself or something happens that just sort of takes your breath away, you can immediately begin going to praising God for how amazing he is, um, talking about how you're doing. And, and how you're experiencing life through repentance, about asking for what you need and yielding to be the person that he needs. And you can do that any time in a short period of time. And what happens is, is that as we learn these rhythms and we can use them throughout the summer when there are changes and maybe some chaos, we actually can have a better connection with him. And so we have to treat ourselves nice until we can get that done. Okay,
0: so... One of the things that you pointed out today was is that we just really need to uh, acknowledge that it's important that we have our our walk with Christ and our rhythms uh, when we're on vacation or when things uh, are—scheduling things are going on. Then you talked about uh, that we need to prioritize our own spiritual health with Bible, Mm -hmm. with prayer, Mm -hmm. and uh, community— and also, you kind of mentioned even part of community was to serve. Part of that, so just want to remind you, if you're listening to this, uh, Peter has mentioned a couple different times, uh, to go to cco.church uh, slash pathways, and you will be able to find uh, some of this information on there about the different rhythms, about prayer, um, of, about the importance uh, of having a Bible and having a reading plan. But uh, just want again, just want to encourage you that if it doesn't go. The greatest, the Mm. first time you try this, Mm -hmm. to keep trying it because it's worth it. It is. Yeah, a relationship with God in every season of life
1: is tremendously rewarding.
0: So we just want to thank you for listening uh, to this podcast and just want to encourage you, again, if you know of someone that's getting ready to go on a trip and you're going like, hey, uh, just— uh, was challenged and encouraged by this would love just to you know for you to tell them about uh, this episode and let them know they can find this podcast and other podcasts from Christchurch of Ornogo by just searching Christchurch of Ornogo wherever they get their podcasts thanks for
1: listening thanks again for checking out this podcast from Christchurch of Ornogo we hope that this teaching is helping you discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same if you're interested in learning more about Christ church visit us online at cco.church